will begin today with a reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Is that okay with you, Paul? Is Paul muted? Yeah, Paul, yeah. I just unmuted. Okie doke. Let's go to page 53 of the big book and begin at the beginning of the page. Logic is great stuff. We liked it. We still like it. It is not by chance we were given the power to reason, to examine the evidence of our senses, and to draw conclusions. That is one man's magnificent attributes, or this is one of man's magnificent attributes. We agnostically inclined would not feel satisfied with the proposal which does not lend itself to reasonable approach and interpretation. Hence, we are all at pains to tell why we think our present faith is reasonable, why we should think it more sane and logical to believe than not to believe, why we say our former thinking was soft and mushy when we threw up our hands in doubt and said, we don't know. When we became alcoholics, crushed by a self-imposed crisis, we could not postpone or evade. We had to fearlessly face the proposal that either God is everything or else he is nothing. God either is or he isn't. What was our choice to be? Arrived at this point, we were squarely confronted with the question of faith. We couldn't duck the issue. Some of us had already walked far over the bridge of reason toward the desired shore of faith. The outlines and promise and the promise of the new land had brought luster. luster to tired eyes and fresh courage to flagging spirits. Friendly hands had stretched out in welcome. We were grateful that reason had brought us so far, but somehow we couldn't quite step ashore. Perhaps we had been leaning too heavily on reason that last mile, and we did not lose we did not like to lose our support that was natural but let us think a little more closely without knowing it had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith for did we not believe in our own reasoning did we not have confidence in our ability to think what was that but a sort of faith Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been involved all the time. How does that hit you, Paul? Good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, well, good morning, everyone, or afternoon or night. Paul Alcoholic. Uh, 
Yes, I like this last, the last part of it. I like the whole thing, but the last part of it. And the thing is, for most people, there's already, it's not them having faith, but there's faith in the thought system. It's something that many of us relied on and are still relying on it, the intellect and all this, to the point of being closed to other possibilities. So, uh, if something wanted to have our life, if it could jack into the thought system and talk to us as us, then that faith that's usually pointed in that direction would be now faith being directed by the parasite. Because we started with faith in the reason and the thought, and now those thoughts are infected with the disease of alcoholism, and that faith is still in those thoughts, even though they're not our thoughts, and that these thoughts aren't bringing us much benefit. Yet there's a very, almost like a iron or a galvanized faith in those thoughts, to the point where we come up with an acronym for fear of false evidence appearing real. Where does that happen? It, appear, it happens in the head. So faith the faith that was there before the alcoholism is now being used by that, let's say, that aspect called the parasitical movement, and that faith is now being used to the thoughts it's providing. So now we have faith in alcoholic thoughts, (laughs) and that faith in alcoholic thoughts leads us to be defeated by this idea of self through its manifestations. So yeah, there's going to be faith. If people say they don't have any faith, there's faith in that. There's always an aspect, and I'm not talking about a faith. Faith. And the thing is, the faith being turned to or redirected doesn't have to be to what you would call a God. It could be presence, it could be the universal spirit, whatever it is. It just the names don't matter. It's, it's the sense of it. It's the intimacy with it that's going to become the new basis or the new foundation. If you can have come to a recognition by looking at your own life, has something done for you what you couldn't do for yourself, and also has something done to you what you wouldn't have done to yourself? Yeah. The faith in the lower God is something has done to us what we would never have done to ourselves. And now we realize something is doing for us what we could never have done for ourselves. Yeah, there are two different, uh, let's say, gods in this little realm. You could call it the lower God and the higher God. Yet we tend to recognize the higher God when we're in recovery and we give it great praise and gratitude, but we're not recognizing the lower God. We keep thinking uh, the actions the lower God directed us to do or used us to do through, we keep claiming to be ours. So we're still bonded to the lower God when we're in the solution. Yeah. So as we're, we're moving towards a faith in an f- infinite, we're having faith in finite. And we're thinking the finite self is going to be the one that moves to the infinite. That's not the case, I 
how I see it, yeah? There's a loss of faith in the finite self, and that's the gaining of faith in the infinite, yeah? And how do we lose faith in the finite self? Just being honest about its results, yeah? <laughs> I mean, did you do shit that you would have never done when you were using? Yeah, I have. I did. And I see people doing it today, actually. I've had examples already. So, <laughs> all right. I've seen that. It says, you know, in the beginning of this reading, it says that. Uh, we talks about, uh, da, da, da. oh, yeah, feel a satisfied with a proposal which does not lend itself to reasonable approach and interpretation. Hence, we are at pains to tell. So, yeah, we've, we've reflected on this, hopefully, and has something done for us what we couldn't do for ourselves? And... And conversely, has something done through us what we wouldn't have done by ourselves? Yes, let's give credit to where it's due. You're giving credit to the new higher power. Let's give credit or accountability to the old higher power. Yeah, it would be pretty good. So that we start recognizing its role in our life and our role in our life. And let's say the higher power's role in our life. Let's have some kind of discrimination and distinction brought to us. We can't produce it, but it's brought to us by living this way of life. Yeah? And then we start seeing what we used to look from. Yeah? And then that faith that was put in the thought system, and then the thoughts and a lot of other shit that's appearing up there was, was infected or used to present the alcoholic's point of view. And we still had faith in that, and it led us to ruin. Yeah? How can I be paralyzed by next week if there isn't a next week today? There must be something going on that, ha that has faith in at the bottom of it. I have faith in the thoughts that are being presented that I'm going to be totally screwed next week. Therefore, I mimic being totally screwed today. And this goes on and on. I just see it as a form of slavery, really. Our life isn't even seemingly ours. Something sort of dictates our reactions and responses to life from its interpretation of life, not ours. So I see all this as the bondage of self. And it's alive and well, yeah. You know, I hear from people... You know, then I don't hear from them. And then it's obvious something happened. You know, they started drinking. And then a week goes by, three weeks goes by, four months goes by. I get a call and they're like sort of, uh, they're thinking they, I had no idea what was going on. Yes, oh, I've been drinking for the last four or five months, obviously. <laughs> it's sort of like... I mean, if you've lived the script, you can see the character in their, all their little autobiographies. You can see the same character. You can see where it's going to go. Even though the story of Paul, the story of, the, of Paul is the story of many, many, many. And basically, they may, may not have arrived at a chapter you've already lived through. So you're trying to inform them almost of the future from the future, you're gonna, you're trying to say, you know, you're fucked, yeah, and it's not gonna get better. And if you keep drinking successfully, one night that obsession's gonna kick up to a higher degree, and a craving gun is gonna be induced, and you're screwed. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that successful drinking is in the past. It's not a fucking phenomena. It's a fact. That's how it plays out. Yeah. Because there's still faith in that which is presenting false evidence. Yeah. And the false evidence is there's no escape when there's an escape. Not drinking for the next hour or two. Yeah. It's never going to get better. Yes, it is going to get better if you stop drinking. Starting there. Yeah. It may look like it's worse, but it isn't. It's in, at least it's in the process of changing instead of being just frozen in the same old, same old. So, yeah, faith is so inc incredibly important. And when you enter the program of recovery, the faith may be in the same distribution line. That's what the program changes. It shifts by losing interest in self, which is sort of like losing faith in self, you gain interest in the infinite. That is provoked by and supported by the program of recovery. First, the recognition of our condition, then the working, pro the working steps, and then the maintenance of the new condition. Yeah. And then a way of life and an agenda captured in step 12 that we're going to, you know, try to practice these principles in all our affairs. If we can't do that, limit your affairs for a while and help other people, you know, achieve sobriety. Yeah, far out. Yeah. It's a win-win. So I say get to stay sober and other people get to stay sober. I need to hear the message. They need to carry the message. I need to carry the message. They need to hear the message. Beautiful. Incredibly symbiotic situation going on. So... Uh, you don't need to go to a, a fortune teller. Just go to another alcoholic. They'll tell you exactly what's going to happen <laughs> in a few months. They will. And they'll be spot on because it's not happening to you. It's happening. It's an alcoholic takeover. We've lived under it. We know what it's like. We know the source of it. We know the cause of it. We know what alcoholism thrives in, which is obsession with self. That's where it gets to amplify all of its lost notes. And he plays the exact same tune. We've all followed that fucking uh, character. We know where it takes us. So if you're not there yet, there's people here that have been there <laughs> yeah, already. And we're going to tell you or share with you, hey, this is how it's going to go. Why not learn from others who came before so that you don't have to end up there? Because you may not get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, honey. Uh, I don't know if that had anything to do with the reading, but, uh, yeah. Thanks. Sounds good. Sounds good. Does anybody have any questions? Raise your hot little hands and, and pause a bit. Oh, Colleen, Colleen. Yeah. Where's Colleen? Can you unmute Colleen? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Hi. Hi, Paul. Hello. Uh, thank you. My question is, 
you know, having been sober for 27 years and very active in AA and all that and doing the fucking inventories over and over on my anger and begging God to help me. And, um, but it wasn't until I actually started meditating that I realized, oh, this, okay, this is not real. This is not the self. So it's like, I mean, the, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm nothing. Um, and I, and, you know, it's one of the reasons I, I yeah. okay. My question is, how do you reconcile doing a 10th step, continue to take personal inventory, right? As, um, Nobody. <laughs> because you're looking at the action figure. Right. So it's the dream. I stay in the movie. I'm still an alcoholic. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's right. sort of like if you woke up and you had diabetes, you'd probably still take insulin. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. I've been, well, I'm, I've been curious about you because I know there's other teachers that don't go to AA anymore. And, um, and so, and, you know, when I first woke up to all this, I would be in meetings. I'm like, Oh my God, they're they're They believe their minds. How am I going to stay here? <laughs> and then it just came full circle. And I realized this is where I learned service. This is, you know, now I have this other kind of message too. And I just want, I just kind of wanted to hear your take on that. Well, yeah, I, I've seen that process where people find something and then they go to they go with that. And, and then there's some people that find something and they bring it back yeah. to their community. Yeah, right. I, I'm in the I'm in the latter class, the latter group. I want to, uh, you know, it's it's easy to be, you know, I mean, oh, People who seem to be awake don't need to hear about it. It's 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 more important to share because the fact is we're awake. And so it's I would rather I think you're put to better use if you're you're uh, hanging out with people who seem to be asleep to that fact. Yeah. With the hopes yeah, well, of just I mean, the only way I got to this point is because of the eleventh step. I started seriously meditating and the whole thing fucking changed so that's you know that's the the miracle that's the that's aa i mean i totally respect and love aa i can't you know um it was just kind of weird at first you know what i mean like yes not well knowing anything sort of new is weird at first yeah yeah you get but used that, to it but your thing is there's a very tricky thing where people uh, they think their spirit as a body and so when there's something becomes super clear they think the body is now exempt from everything that could possibly happen right. and they usually they're usually unhappily surprised because it's not true the body has its blind spots it does what it does yeah and some yeah. of us, there's a deep <laughs> mental groove called alcoholism, and now they're drunk, awake people, yeah? So, which is, and they get surprised by that because they think, well, I thought, you know, suddenly 
all that I'm not will change when I realize what I am. No, all that you're not is all that you're not. <laughs> it's going to do what it's going to do. Yeah. Now, I'll, there's a lot that can come into the situation that will allow it to travel lighter through whatever life has in store for it. But the fact of uh, <laughs> a get out of jail free card. No, I don't see it that way. So a lot of people don't, I've, I've read a, it was a very interesting uh, thing about this uh, Buddhist teacher. He was a Western guy and he died. And so people were sharing about him. Yeah. And one of the shares on, uh, was that, oh, you know, he had believed though his body had uh, manic depression, that Buddhism was going to cure it, so to speak. And he was shown in an experiential way, way that he was off. It didn't. Yeah, he he had a, for some reason, he was driven to buy Oxycontin on the street and he overdosed and died. Yeah. yeah. And his community was very, very shocked. But the whole sentence that I stuck with was exactly that. He believed something that wasn't true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He needed to deal on another level with the manic depression. Yeah. It's like in Course of Miracles, it's it would be categorized as level confusion. Yeah. There's a lot of things are going on on different levels. And one level's answer may not be appropriate to another level's uh, problem. Yeah. You have, in other words, if the person's house is on fire and everything's burning and they're getting super hot. It may not work to see to, to chant, there is no house, there is no person, it's not hot. It'd be better to just get a pail of water, yeah? And then put out the fire and then maybe sit with the person and say, hey, you seem to be at a lot of fires and maybe they would see their role in shit and then things would happen, yes? So I feel there's a lot of level confusion yeah. With people. That's all. And, uh, you know. Well, yeah. on the 10 step. I'd rather be with an addict more than any uh, enlightened person. They're more fun, really. Oh, definitely. And yeah. and I, I'm totally with you on that. And, you know, it's my I know, you know, you wake up and you go, what's my purpose? Your fucking purpose is you're an alcoholic who's sober. You know, that's what I figured out, too, because then it became like, oh, the, there's some new big purpose for me or whatever. You know, no, you just be, you're here to be used. Your 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 pay scale. You're not meant to know your purpose. You find out your purpose. Something uses you and then you realize something's using you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I so appreciate that you have this message and you're still an alcoholic. Because <laughs> yeah. Great. I don't think there's anybody else out there. I don't, I haven't found them, um, you know, and, and what, and what you've written and what you talk about is like the true surrender. So like I go to this 10 step meeting and now I'm, when it says, you know, when these crop up, we ask God to remove them. I, what I share is we ask God to remove them. Stop end of story, you know, and, and they all want me to read drop the rock and continue with it, you know, the inventories, but I'm so grateful. I played that out. It didn't work, you know? Yes. Well, good, honey. That's why, you know, a lot of the times what happens to you isn't about or for you. 
it's a, it's about a larger picture. Yeah, I know it's hard to believe, but <laughs> most of what's happening isn't really about you. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, I mean, so. thank God. Thank God in oh. AA and the steps. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm happy to meet you, Colleen. Happy to meet you, too. Thank you. Yep. Mickey, you're muted, I think. Okay, here I am. We have Hugh. Hugh M is ready with his question for you. Hey there, Hugh Alcoholic. Uh, thanks for the talk, Paul. That was really great. Um, I just had a question about um, working with newcomers and uh, maybe if you have any ideas on how to approach a newcomer um, who thinks they can manage their drinking or manage their acting out. Um, yeah, just what your approach would be in that scenario. Thanks. Yeah, you know, I'd have to be in the scenario to to report what my approach would be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but then you know, sometimes you're doing a disservice uh, trying to keep someone from their bottom, so to speak. Yeah, I'm a real believer in that. I think life's the best teacher. And if someone thinks they can manage, yeah, well, what's going to lead them to recognize that's not so is more managing, maybe. <laughs> so yeah. let them, you know, hopefully, hey, I don't like to see the person jump out of the plane, you know, thinking they already opened up the parachute, but that's sometimes what has to happen. Yeah. But I take it, I don't have any real rote approach. I usually just, you know, you're in a situation and I've, I've come to rely that something's going to come through that will be appropriate. Yeah. It may not happen immediately, but it will sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. So that I rely on that. I don't rely on it. I can't, I don't see how you can really have a rote answer for things. There's too many, uh, flavors going on. Yeah. And so, yeah. But, uh, the, you know, the, the thing we have trouble with is this is an incredibly perfect design for living, but there's a lack of interest in it. <laughs> that's the dilemma, you know. I mean, that's the, uh, <laughs> that's just the, that's the bump we run into, yeah. Because we are the dreaming of this place, yeah. And so... We can, in a weird way, we can be a, a pronounced no to a great invitation. We can just not receive what's available. And uh, realizing the effects of that power being wielded by something that's truly insane, which is the mental state, <laughs> I've come to a, a great honoring of the, of the uh, incomprehensibility of what's going on here. Yeah, so I just know I'm not directed by the old employer, which is awesome. Yeah. And I find out about the new employer most of the time. And I've come to uh, feel very uh, safe and secure under the new employer's uh, 
direction <laughs> where the old employer didn't provoke that no <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i feel really as an action figure there's going to be a sense of being used we're going to be employed yeah either by spirit or by the mental state in broad way to make it clear you know to make to draw a, a strong contrast let's say the mental state which would be the 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 uh the dominion of self let's say and then uh the spirit which would be that that presence and you're going to be directed by something and you'll know the tree by its fruit so to speak yeah and what what living under the mental dominance showed me is that it's failed and thank god the higher power showed me or gave me the ability to be convinced of that yeah just convinced a sudden whack and i recognized it's failed yeah it's a and it's gonna fail it's not personal it's just too myopic it can't respond to what's happening here it's just it it's like a it's like a two-step dance that's the only thing it can do yeah this or that you know it's just yeah so you can you can't demand more from it it's just you got to find uh you got to find what you're looking for through another avenue it's not going to produce the goods so yeah so when i meet people a lot of times, obviously, they're in the dominion of the mental condition. Yeah, they're real like what we share today. There's a faith in the thoughts and their perception of what's happening. And it's got them in a fucking little mental coffin. Yeah, they, they, they don't believe there's any way out and they could start leading to a suicidal condition. Yeah. And they can't see it any other way at that moment. Yeah, that's that's real faith in the mental condition yeah so uh there's new you know in recovery there's new there's not any spectacular new phenomenal esoteric mystical answer there's just like go to a meeting <laughs> you know what i mean that's basically and uh it makes absolutely no sense to the person who thinks they have all these troubles or being had by those troubles, but it does, it makes sense. That's what we do. Yeah. We think of others <laughs> instead of constantly pouring over our own condition. And in that we get out of the problem at least for a minute or two and have a sense of relief. Yeah. And then maybe you go back into the story that there's never going to be relief, but now you just came out of a sense fresh, you know, a fresh sense of release. You've got a certain, suspicion now yeah and then you start over time you start recognizing there's a whole lot of false evidence being presented yeah and something is allowing it to appear real and i would say knowing it or not knowing it i have that role i'm allowing things to appear real or not yeah based on what i'm relying on so if i'm relying on false evidence of course false evidence is going to appear real when I'm relying on spirit, I have a discrimination uh, between what's true and false. I can see something as an advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Selling me a false product. So, uh, I don't know. I just walk into a situation and 
usually if I listen to the person long enough, I can see something and something comes through. And, yeah. A lot of times uh, there's just a lack of honesty, yeah, because we're blinded. The parasite has a certain amount of curtain down and we just don't know really what's going on. But where the system does not want to admit that, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Usually, if you just hold the space, it got, something becomes obvious. I find, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Paul. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Man. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Anybody out there have any other uh, any other question? I don't see any hands. Oh, here's Gabe. Gabe has a question for you. Yep. So and you, there you go, Gabe. Yeah, you said something uh, last week. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it had to do with like um, wanting things we really didn't want or something like that. Like, I guess the best way I, I kind of explained it to myself was like, you know, um, hating somebody who has like a really like big, nice house and a really like nice European sports car. But at the same time, like I don't really like or want European sports cars and a big house is way too much to clean and all that. But it's about like myself telling, telling me that I want these things maybe because other people I think want them. And so therefore I would want them for myself because other people would like it would make me feel better about myself, even though the things I don't want. I don't know. It, it was something. I think. I think it's just a head trying to uh, stir agitation, really, most of the time. Yeah. It it never wants to just come to the conclusion that you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> you know, it's that's a simple observation. It starts to just agitate the system of I want what I don't want or whatever. It's just on and on. I saw it. We had a great example of it with my mom. When my mom was getting older, she would bitch or complain to everyone. She wanted to go to Hawaii and she wanted the kids to buy her a ticket. And this became like a ritualistic thing every year for about five, seven years. Finally, we bought her a ticket. Do you think she went to Hawaii? No. <laughs> She didn't care about Hawaii. She just was, it was, she, she was, there was a test going on. Yeah. There was something, something needed to be proven. And so this is, uh, yeah. The head is, uh, is not your amigo. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. 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 It uses peace to stir up agitation. I mean, you, gotta, you don't need to look much more. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you fall into peace, does it really enjoy it? It starts worrying there won't be any later. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't know what to do with itself. So it desires shit it doesn't really desire. It's just activity, yeah, for the sake of activity. To stir us up, so to speak, yeah. It's got a lot of old, old uh, 
it's got a, a lot of old loops that it keeps playing. <laughs> it's not very creative. It doesn't make up that many new ones. So it has old loops. Yeah, like like in my case, I used to do a lot of boogie boarding, you know, and, and then uh, had some accidents and knees and stuff. So, uh, and it will keep, and it will keep saying, you should be surfing at waves that would kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you really look at the loop it says circa 1997 <laughs> though it's playing in 2021 <laughs> it doesn't really upgrade its uh, loops <laughs> it's just stirring a pot yeah that's all yeah it's agitated. You have to see that, yes? And agitation begets agitation. Yeah. It doesn't... You can't use... Ag there was a great statement from an old Zen thing called Faith Mind. And one of the statements, one of the translations of one line was, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Yeah? So in, this, in the same way... You can't use self to get out of self. That would just be more self. <laughs> yeah. So this is what happens. So it doesn't want to have an acceptance of what's happening. It wants other shit to be happening. And yet, if you really put put it to push comes to shove, it doesn't want to do anything about it. It just wants to bitch about it. Yeah. Thank God it's not us, bro. Is that all right? We'll move on. Are you good, Gabe? He must be, yeah. He must be. Okay, we have there Alicia. Yes. Gabe, is, Gabe is good. I just got the upside. Thank Excellent. God Gabe is good. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Alicia is up now. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Good, man. You? Good. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Uh, doing the steps and all that. Still stuck on number three. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever asked you this. There's not, Like you said, there's nothing the individual can do to get out of the cell. You, you don't meditate, do you? Do you meditate? Uh, I feel I'm meditated, but I don't sit and meditate formally, no. Yeah. I call it laying down and shit. Yeah. Sometimes this talks or, or, or like pausing, or gazing. Yeah. I don't. Meditation has a lot of meaning in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no way to go faster. Yeah. Like you said, there's no way to well, try it. You know, try whatever you think will work in the, in the confines of the suggestions of recovery and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Can, a lot like, of things can be changed. A lot of things can be changed, but the unchangeable can't. Yeah. So basically what you are is what you are is what you are. What you're not can change for sure. Yeah. And in most cases, that's what is needed. And how you can go through the changes that are needed about what you're not is truly a reliance on what never changes. Yeah. 
That's what allows a traveling lighter through the necessary changes. And instead of so much resistance and defiance, you surrender. Yeah? Because you know you're in good hands because you're resting in spirit, so to speak. Yeah? So, so there's a possibility of surrender. Most definitely. Yeah. That's the high point of the failed system is when yeah. the one that's under the failed system surrenders <laughs> and stops relying on the failed system, for sure. That's when things can start working. Some, some would say that's doing something. Hmm? Surrendering is doing something. Surrendering isn't doing anything. It's, coming, it's, come, it's like a reckoning that has nothing to do with arms and legs and doing or not doing. It's a recognition that you're fucked, basically, let's say. Yeah, I am fucked, yeah? that's for sure. That's and for that, sure, I am fucked. Exactly, and that which is fucked isn't gonna become unfucked through its activity, yeah? So you do, you would never have come up with the AA program. That's why it works. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants it's to write a, down it's, shit? About. It's a great program, but like the lady said earlier, it's a great program, but sometimes they misconstrued it. Like I know it's like the program is t is talking about deconstructing the deconstruction of the self, but then all these people in AA make it make it about something else. I feel. Well, yeah. So, but hey, maybe you're going to be one of the people that is going to play a role in that changing. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, ahead. who wants to be, you know. It was like when I was younger, there was a te uh, this, this, this spiritual group I was involved with. The guy who I was hanging out with, this guy from India, he would just basically say, hey, if you can't be at peace on Fifth Avenue, yeah, if you can't be in a meditative state of Fifth Avenue, then it's pointless. What's the point of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if I, I live I in a gated community in Costa Rica with all awake people and we kayaked when we wanted and ate mango and shit like that, yeah? Yeah, far nice. out, but no. What needs, we're, you know, this isn't about us. Like it says when, please relieve us of the bondage of self, not so that I get a house on Malibu, though that could happen, but so that I, I'm an example of other people, what's possible? See, it's this self-centeredness is such a, uh, it's like a, like molasses spread out, yeah? We're always looking for what it, it's always looking for its, its advantage, what it's going to get out of something instead of seeing what it can contribute. This is how, what the program does to us. It changes the basic programming our attitude and outlook, which isn't our attitude and outlook. I'm talking about the action figure. The program changes that, yeah? It changes that. It allows you, and how you, and some of the aspects of how it, when it's changing is you lose interest in self and you gain interest in others, yeah? You, you stop looking at what you can get from everything and you start seeing what can I contribute, yeah? That's an inc you could see that as an about face, can't you? It's like a total well, turnaround. Yeah, yeah but it's if not I'm like, not here, hmm? yeah, but if I'm not here, the other person that I'm trying to do something for is not there either. 
So it's like, who am I doing? But see, this for? is too mental, bro. You're, okay. you're trying to have a mental non-duality in the in the on the dog shit level awareness, you know, on the dog shit level. It doesn't work. Totally. You bring the spirit of non-duality to the duality of everyone's experience. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah? You're not trying to yeah. say your experience and the way you think is dualistic. Yes, obviously. What are you, the Puritan of non-duality? You're going to get <laughs> you know. your white robes dirtied by these dualistic characters? No. You live from that idea of non-duality in the duality. Yeah. And hopefully what you represent is not of the duality. You're bringing the of into the duality. That's our role here in a sense. Yeah. Especially yeah. as addict, recovered addicts and alcoholics. Yeah. This isn't about, yeah. oh, I've moved to the next level of white robes and, and you know, fucking lifelong slipperhood and shit. And uh, I don't want to see those... Those people are confused. Uh, they say they're alcoholics. There is no person. This is all, I don't, you know, to me, that's a mental mix-up of the message, yeah? Which is not unexpected. That's what happens. But I don't see it that way. I, I don't see it at all that way. I know the limitations of people because I'm a living in it as a person, yeah? I go to AA because I'm in the habit of it. And I sense a presence in there, and I've recognized if you looked, if you took an individual statistic of the 50 people at the meeting, maybe you'd say 40 something of them are assholes, but the group produces like a, a, a sweet bouquet. Yeah? Something yes. is, yes. Something yes. is that, using us to express itself through. Fucking, that's yes. what I feel. Yeah? Yes, that's what that, that I have experienced, what you just yeah, said. So yes, so that's what you do. You know, the similarities is we're not that, yeah? You want to look at the differences with this mental idea, yeah? Yeah, that yeah. doesn't work. No, yeah. doesn't. But similarities yeah. is we're all expressing the fact that we're not that, all taking ourselves to be that. That's an incredible fucking uh, reminder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just, you know, if you're a real addict, I don't know if you are or an alcoholic, or if, let's say, if your alcoholism has reached a certain level, uh, it needs to be addressed, bro. And part of it, most of it, most of the addressing of it is not through non-duality. It's through doing, it's through surrender, it's through commitments, it's service, yes, yeah. That's okay. that's the on that level of where yeah. the active addictive action figure is. That's the solution on that level to be of service and stuff. Yes, yeah. The non-duality is a fact, but used as a mental fact, it creates division. Yeah. Yes, it emphasizes yeah. the two-ness. Yeah, with this mental idea of oneness, that's not that's not the spirit of non-duality in my field. Yeah, at all, at all. Yeah. So, yeah, just uh, 
hey, I may not like the what the guy wears who's bringing me the water, but if I'm dying of thirst, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna suspend my opinion of the person and get the water. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm sorry. There's no other great games in town other than recovery, but in a fact, and for most people, that's the that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. They need if you need a way of life. Uh, <laughs> if you need a way of life and and something's based on the profit thing, you're gonna have to spend a lot of money to have a way of life. Yeah, AA offers it for free. <laughs> I mean, if you're a real real addict and alcoholic, uh, mental idea changing isn't gonna do it. Usually, you need a way of life. Your habits need to be broken by taking new suggestions. You do. So that you become a benefit for promoting the possibility of entertaining non-duality, not an antagonistic fucking rebuttal of it. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is on my own experience with it. Uh, I've seen a lot of people leave AA... And it's a real bitch to them because inevitably they have to go back to AA <laughs> because nothing else works. And they, you know, they decided they, they had loftier ideas and they could leave AA. And, and God bless them if they're successful. But most of, a lot of them I've watched, they've, they've been defeated. Yeah, it's, uh, they got fucked up again. Yeah, yeah. And no one wants to have someone in rehab with them spouting non-duality. Fucking crazy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Hey, bro, look at where you are. <laughs> I'm not going to be... You're going to give a bad name to non-duality. <laughs> so, yes, I'm... Uh, there's a lot of warts on rec of AA because people are in it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's what ruins the club, <laughs> the members. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully uh, you can see that. Then maybe there's a higher calling of then how I view others and stuff. Yeah, maybe I need to be put to use somehow. Yeah, yeah. But I love you guys. I love, yeah, I love it. I mean, I wish there was, a, I wish, uh, yeah. Just hopefully open up to a real sober assessment about what you call your conditions. And if, if there's a recognition that you're screwed, that's a great starting point, yeah? Open up and don't let pride get in the way. Yeah, the pride of being nobody or whatever. Just uh, be able, be willing to be used and also to get what you need. Yeah. So that you can stay sober a day at a time. Yeah. Non-duality is probably not going to land on a burning fucking airport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I used to see a guy, Ramesh Balsakar in India, uh, wrote, he, I read some, a book of his, Who Cares, that had a, had a lot of strong effects on me. So I wanted to see him. He was a very old man. He was 85 when I saw him. And before he would give a talk to anybody, he would ask the person, uh, are you okay? Do you have a place to stay? In other words, are you dealing with the earthly needs? And if they said yes, then he would start talking. If they weren't, he'd say, you should just go out and get a sandwich and shit. Yes? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I always liked that spirit. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times people are running to the solution of non-duality from the dilemmas and the trials and tribulations of this level of duality. And the mental state is going to try to use whatever it's brought into contact with for its own advantage. So the problem itself will be the telling, will be talking about non-duality to you. Yeah. You don't need this. You don't need that. You're not a person. This is all coming from fucking K-Paul or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. K-Elysio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's still unclear channel, professing it's clear channel. Yeah. So I hope it keeps seeing you sober, my friend. Yeah. 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 Yes, you will keep seeing me sober. See, the whole thing is we're all awake inherently, but we're not all sober. <laughs> Maybe there's more of a need to get sober than that. There's definitely more of a need to get sober than get awake because we're already awake. <laughs> so let's put the priorities correctly. <laughs> you can't arrive at where you already are, but you can get sober. So let's go with that. <laughs> and actually stay sober. Let's go with that. <laughs> I don't want to be in the business of getting sober. I want to be in the business of staying sober. <laughs> I don't want to learn how to stop drinking. I never want to start drinking. That's a, that, to me, is the solution. <laughs> Not because I'm afraid of the effects of drinking, though I have respect for that, but because I'm content and satisfied. <laughs> I don't want to have it any other way. I'm fine. I love abstinence. I love that space. I do. Yeah. I find that you don't want to tease the sleeping dog while it's asleep. You don't want to wake it up. So, <laughs> as they used to say, if you play with fire, you could get burned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, some of us at this meeting are in a state the problem does not exist for us anymore. Have you ever found a, another solution to such an incredible problem as active addiction as this? Have you? I haven't. The problem does not exist as me. That's unbelievable. Yeah, because 
it was the most influential aspect of my life from about six or seven on. And then when the act of wanting to get out of self kicked in when I was 12, it truly tattooed me by getting shot at, arrested, institutionalized, run over twice. I mean, I have the physical example of that craziness every time I look at the body. Yeah. I'm just totally, completely unenthusiastically thrilled of, of, <laughs> of the condition I find myself in. <laughs> and I'm super clear I had nothing to do with it. That's why it continues unabated. <laughs> so. And if it could happen to me, it can happen with you. I know that for a fact. Yeah. The underlying condition isn't determined by the surface conditions, yeah? The waves on the ocean aren't disturbing the bottom of the ocean at all, yeah? We are of the bottom of the ocean while we're swimming in the waves, yeah? Can we get that clear, please? We can outshine circumstances and situations we're before them. We're before them. We do not need to be defined by outside circumstances and situations. What we're of is available right where we are at all times. We're not going to find it in what we're in. We, it's brought to what we're in from the of. The thing we most need we are of. Isn't that incredible? All the needs we have that are outside of us, the greatest need of all is always available at all times, right where we are. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah? Completely reliable, always available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. Yeah? Every time you get off the crazy train, the station is there open-armed, greeting you, you truly have never left what you are of, ever. Yeah? The head believes it can leave, but it can't. Yeah? All of, all of its shenanigans, usually from what's not happening, are defined by here and now. Nothing comes out of, nothing comes from anywhere out of here and now. Yeah? And that's that. Wouldn't you like to have that as the starting point instead of this fucking anxious, agitated, totally a fearful, afraid, lacking of power mental condition? Of course you would. Yeah. All that's asked of it is be willing to be available to others. Honor it. Have a little bit of freaking gratitude. Yeah.
Hey, any yeah, anyone else? Is that is that good? There's three more hands, Paul. How are you doing for time? Uh, fine, hun. Not going anywhere. Okay, let's get on with Amon. Hi, Paul. Amen. Hi, Paul. Thanks for the meeting. Oh, Amon. Yes. How are you? Good. Good. I'm appreciating your meet. I, I don't come live very often, but I, I do catch up on YouTube. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, I can uh, vouch for AA working twice. I, I tried to uh, do some research after getting sober and I can second that it, nothing else worked. <laughs> this worked twice for me, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. my, my question is about meditation because you, you've been speaking about the agitated mind and uh, you know, in the, in the Zen place I was going to is called still mind. And you hear these things like if, if the water gets get still you can see to the bottom and if if i'm talking to someone and they shout if i'm shouting i can't hear them so it's like if i'm shouting in my head i can't hear the voice of god so like when i do a meditation i, I kind of see it as still in my mind and just like opening some channels for the higher power but may, i just wanted to know the non-duality perspective is it that um, i'm meditating as the action figure yes and being calm as an action, as an action figure. Yes. Wow. That's not non-duality. That's my. I'm just sharing where I see it from. There is no non-duality, so I don't know how it's seeing it, but I'm sharing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Meditation's beautiful because uh, it's a way to allow that agitation to s slow down. Yes. So it's awesome. And it's very good for the nervous system and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, has a lot of qualities, a lot of effects on the brain, which is helpful. Yeah. But that's all of the body. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel more meditated. In other words, what used to take maybe a few hours of deep concentration is readily available in a second or two. So why would I want to go through something to arrive at where I already am? I just enjoy where I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now, if all the attention and interest was emphasizing the agitation, I'd have to be a master of skillful means. I'd have to learn how to lower the temperature, not me, but, you know, allow these things to occur so that the condition I was, that was being emphasized as me, I could live more tolerably. Yeah. So I'd have to learn not to put my big foot in my mouth, use the serenity prayer, all these things. They're not for spirit. They're for the body brain continuum. Yeah. Because it's a fucking, uh, it can be driven by other forces it has no idea of, yeah? So, yeah? So these things need to be uh, corrected, yeah? That's how I feel. And therefore, when I was that, trying to arrive at peace was an arduous practice. I'd have to go to a secluded place and have all my food made. You know, I'd have to get out of all the daily life just to be able to access it yeah i don't know i'm not in that need at the moment yeah yeah i feel peace is available 
<laughs> so I'm not running after it and I'm not trying to manage and control circumstances and situations to make it more palatable. I'm fine. Yeah, my life is pretty chilled out and I... It's like if you live in the hole, you don't have to go through the process of falling in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> if you're already in the hole, you don't have to fall in the hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how. And I, I feel we're already in. I do. I just believe we look at everything from the action figure's point of view. And, and uh, that's where there's mixed messages. That's why confusion occurs, because we're not really of the action figure. Though we're in it, seemingly, and it's all about it, seemingly, we're not really of it. So there's a lot of confusion with messaging, yeah, and uh, levels, let's say. And that's why I love in Zen when they talk about, you know, there'll be a point let's say right now, where blue is blue and red is red. Yeah, there's just clear seeing. Yeah. What would, what would your response be to that? Not much. <laughs> you wouldn't get out the, 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 the rag and the Windex to try to make it clearer. <laughs> that would be the self thing again. You just enjoy it, yeah? Hopefully honor it and have gratitude. Yeah, so I was, I, you know, I, it took me three years to start meditating daily in recovery. That's how crazy I was, even though I had a feeling it was important because I'd been introduced to it. And no, it was three years to do Tai Chi and about five years to get into meditation because my head was too crazy. I had a, I just service was much better and just staying busy. And then, uh, started to do it and got back into it and everything and basically it led to uh realizing there's a there's a flaw flaw in the in the machinery of seeking <laughs> yeah there's something going on that's amiss which is captured by uh self trying to get out of self <laughs> so once i saw that in my own experience, spiritual seeking stopped, you know, like a sudden stop. And then the car never got fired up again. I just got out and then see what happened. It does. I don't believe that's how it goes. It's just that's how it went with this event. Yeah. Because there was a lot of mental activity concerning spiritual practices. Yeah. <laughs> that had nothing to do with anything called spiritual. <laughs> there was, I was trying to get somewhere as what I'm not. Yeah. So. Would there be a way to meditate in this sense of like, um, cause I heard like the not me meditation, like, like when a thought comes up, not me, that, that would help. This well, you can do whatever you like, find out what works. Yeah. Inevitably, it leads to doing nothing, I think. So, but yeah, something doing something has value because it leads to doing nothing. <laughs> so, do something until it leads to doing nothing. <laughs> if you start with doing nothing, it, it may be fucked up because you really need to do something. <laughs> so, you do a lot of something until it leads to doing nothing. Yeah. So, and find what works for you. If not that is a good thing or 
ask who is it or from whence do I come or whatever, or just sit there, follow your breath. Because I have terrible sinuses from, I guess, tons of cocaine use. <laughs> like, there's not a surprise, but uh, usually when I wake up in the morning, I've been breathing through my mouth. Yeah, because most of my life, my sinuses might were shut. So now I don't. Now they work. So sometimes I do, I just breathe through my nose for a while. It's very cool. Yeah, because it has a whole different tenor than breathing through the mouth. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not doing it, but that that's what happens. So yeah, tons of shit goes on. I spend a lot of time in what people would call a meditative state but I didn't arrive there through meditation. Yeah. I walk around my yard or, and I just get lost. And I'm, you know, I'm, tr I'm tracking all the f different flowers blooming. Yeah. And these ones that haven't bloomed the last few years, there would only be one that would bloom. So we gave them a little water and I've been clocking it and I watched the first one and now there's about 15 of them going to come, like this beautiful iris, yellow. So I, I saw the birth of them. I'm now watching the second and third one. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And I walk around and I see there's all different stages. The succulents are going off. The cacti are getting ready to go off. Yeah. And uh, I like to be able to see. I That to me is a nice way of looking at time. Yeah the walk around the backyard i'm graced with a huge yard so yeah i spend a lot of time there doing nothing really yeah yeah it's great and then we do the talks and stuff i'm i feel uh you know i noticed when i was younger i had the ability to affect people i can articulate stuff and i can see patterns of things yeah I can just see how mine works. And so I found, I saw that there was value in that and I put, you know, open to being used. So, yeah, I was used in recovery and then the recovery usage led to us putting out a website and then the website opened us up to other people getting in touch with us and here we are. Yeah, I had no plan of any of this. I just wanted to share like, you know, telling someone about a good movie I saw, you know. I wanted to talk about the movie we're seemingly all under and that there's other options and that, you know, the antagonist is not the protagonist and the protagonist is not the antagonist. There's, there's freedom from that. Yes? Yeah. So that's how I end up here. And now Zoom has become a thing. And now Tuesdays and Thursdays, I, my morning... I sit here and, and and have a wonderful adventure with everybody. It always goes somewhere. That's uh, just, it's great. And I hope it's, and I, as a byproduct, I hope it's helpful. I mean, the living event is awesome and I hope it's helpful to others. And I hope that they, uh, if it, I, you know, really, I hope it, they have the experience of how it worked with me because it was profoundly, uh, it's become the last answer, which is an incredible answer here. Yeah, a last answer. I have no interest in reading any more books about 
consciousness or spirituality or anything like that. None. Zip. I have no interest in it as a mental topic at all. That's incredible. And uh, yeah. And then I'm open if someone shows up and says, hey, there was another answer. Fucking great. But I haven't, I'm open. I haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> so I'm, I'm saying it's the last answer. So, and uh, yeah, I have this opportunity to share and I, and really just to hold the space basically, really. So that maybe, and I think just in the time of sitting here, shit drops off people without trying to have any dropping off. Yeah. It's like almost like a, a fall shedding of the leaves I can watch. And it's just like going through, and this is just a, it's like a contraption to allow that to happen. Yeah. 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 So I feel it's very successful. I'm very happy about it. And I could stop tomorrow. Really. I just was allowed to do live talks this weekend, which are awesome because there is a new, there is a muting of things on the Zooms. You know, I was, I've gotten to this electrical charge and then I got electrocuted at the live meetings. <laughs> I hadn't been, the energy was so freaking strong. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but the message gets transmitted still, eh? It's beautiful. So, thanks my friend, Eamon. Eamon. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you. Do what you need to do and it will lead to not needing to do it sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah, that's the beauty of it, because at the end, we are what we're looking for. You know, what our essence is, is what all along we've been looking for. We are. It's a fact. You don't become it. You are it. Yeah. You are it. You are. You have been it from the get go. What needs to happen is a lot of unbecoming to that which is always wanting to become. Yeah. And a loss of interest in that. And then... When it's revealed, it tells you it's always been this way, truly. Yeah. So nothing ever really happened to change anything on a, on a base level. So, in other words, there is no like the, you know, the weird thing. Catholicism was sort of weird growing up, Catholicism, because they have something called the original sin, which is a mortal sin, which can't be forgiven. So you start like on the negative. Yeah. You know, it's you're already fucked and basically is hopeless your whole life. You just have to be as good as you can yeah, because the original d d thing is like you've denounced God. It's an insane idea, but the head has a field day in it. So a lot of times the head has that all value you'll ever received has to be earned or stolen or somehow or borrowed. Yes. You're not inherently valuable in and of yourself. That's a lot of pressure every day, yes? And for the critiquing, that doesn't have any sound basis for the critiquing. It's just whimsical. It just fucks with you on every level, you know? If you go through 30 fucking hoops, it tells you there's eight more or you missed the third one or something. It's just having fun with you like a cat has fun with a mouse, yeah? It doesn't even want to eat the mouse. It just wants to fuck with it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't change that, but you can experience a loss of interest in it. 
And then when there's a, enough loss of interest in it, you realize there's no need to change anything. A fact is a fact is a fact. You are of spirit. Yeah. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to make, to convince yourself you look like you've proven it. None of that. You're not, you don't have to dance to the mental tool, tune. Yeah. You're already that primary note. That has a huge effect here on the action figure. It's like an exhale that brings great, great relief. Yes. It's not, the burden is not on you. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, man. Thanks, Amen. And now we have Bev, my friend Bev as her hand raised. All right, Bev. Can you unmute? There you go. Oops, you're muted again. Well, there you, you go. Hear me? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Um, gosh, I've almost forgot what I was going to even say because it just this meeting is getting better and better as you keep talking. Um, and I can tell you for this action figure anyway, um, what you do is so helpful. <laughs> it is so helpful. Um, one thing that kind of came, and it was earlier in the meeting, I'm not exactly sure what we were talking about, but I just had this remembrance of when, um, when I accepted the fact that I was an alcoholic. And, and after I did the some of the fourth step and I started talking to my sponsor about some of these things, my defects or whatever. And what freedom, like as soon as that acceptance happened, the freedom that I felt was unbelievable. And it's just like, I couldn't get it out. I couldn't get all of it out fast enough. But what kind of hit me with that is that isn't that part of just the acceptance of everything? It's like you're accepting you're an, or I'm accepting I'm an alcoholic, but then I could even translate and how good that felt. I mean, not that I'm an alcoholic, but that I'm accepting that fact. I'm not fighting yeah. it anymore. Yes. But, and then like just accepting whatever it is you're doing or accepting whatever it is that's happening is isn't that kind of would that not be the same feeling or the same yes, relief? Yes. But again, it sort of changes it. If you if you let's say if you lengthen a feeling for a while, it becomes a state, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So, so like me, there's surrender, and then there's surrendered. So surrendered is like a a drawn out surrender. Yeah. So it stabilizes. So this yes, that's. I, I agree with that. Yeah. And acceptance begets acceptance. Yeah. You'll, yeah. There'll be more things that are acceptable. Yeah. There's not more okay. acceptance, but there's more things that become acceptable while in acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. don't find that you're looking like, as in the beginning, I found like, how do I serve and what am I to do? And am I hearing the, the voice? And I mean, I've just start like, freaking yeah. myself out about it all and then 
it's just like that acceptance is just starting to let that all go away. And not that I'm, I'm not saying I'm so fucked or anything. I mean, I am, but it's, it's more of um, when it comes up that um, like, what should I be doing? Or am I do always questioning, am I doing something right? Or should I be somewhere else? Or it's when that starts coming up, it's more seeing it and just accepting it. And then it seems like it moves, moves away. And then that agitation doesn't seem to be as bad. So it's just like, I wanted to share that because I think, I think I'm getting a lot more relief than I ever thought that I would get just for these simple practices of seeing that. So yes. thank you for helping me with that. Well, thank you, Bev, for the share. You captured it very well, or because it has you captured, that's how. Yeah. I'm so happy. Oh, great. Fantastic. Well, thank you. And thank you to everybody that always comes. It's so good to see everyone. Fantastic. Thank you. I think we should, if there's, if there isn't another question, we should leave on that note. That was a beautiful share. Yeah, I don't but, see any more hands, Paul. Ruby Rose not, had her hand up, but she put it down. All right. Great. Great. Well, that's a nice point to end, yeah? Because that one continues. So it's a nice point to end. Yeah. Very so nice. do you want to say your goodbyes and hellos? Yeah, I want to say my goodbyes and hellos. Yeah. Probably what I look forward to this event. So we got Kerry. Nice to see you, Kerry. Yes. Paul, Paul thank you so Paul, much. You Have a good one. You're a Hawaiian resident now. That is affirmative. Yeah, I'm here. I got to go for a, had my drug test yesterday. That went well, I'm sure. No worries there. And then today I go in for a couple hour orientation for I start a job here soon. So it's, I'm excited. Yeah, new life. Fantastic, bro. Yes, we're, we're excited for you. We're, thank you. we're living vicariously. Well, whatever, you know, it's just, yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. No problem. All right. We got Connor. Nice to see you, Connor, in Dublin. Cool. Yeah, cool. Good. Mike, as always, thanks for taking care of the dog, Mike. Yeah, that's a yeoman's effort. Yeah. Uh, we got Paul. Nice to say thank you, Paul, for your generous donation and everything. Appreciate thank it. You, that I'm not going to send you that T-shirt, though, no matter what. But, yeah. But I, I appreciate the strategy all right thank you Bill. <laughs> welcome we got mike go from the uk also nice to see you mike go kurt my main man from redondo beach yes fantastic to see you nice to see you. Huh? good to see you good to see you kurt always we have phil w nice to see you phil there he's got the little dog behind him it's chewing on your wallet. No. <laughs> the dog, my dog ate a $20 bill. I'm trying to tape it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work. Yeah. Caught it munching on it in the back seat. Yeah. All right. Well, Stefan, on having never left, as always, thank you for your presence. It's not yours, but the presence. Yes. We got Tommy. Thank you, Tommy, for your attendance. Owen K, good to see you, Owen. Yeah, 
He looks like he's going to go out for a run, but who knows? You never know. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome, bro. We got Kristen. Nice to see you, Kristen. She's been she's been with us the whole sloggy way. Yes, of the <laughs> Zoom. It's very nice. Uh, we got Ruby Rose from R Wichita. She's uh, yes. Nice to see you, Ruby. We have Joy. Joy seems to be exhibiting her name very well. She looks at, in Joy. There you go. Very nice. We got Hi. Tom H. Nice to see you, Tom. From New Hampshire. We got Gil. It's G Gil, yes? Gil is... Jill. Jill? Jill, yeah. Jill, Jill. It's always nice to see Jill. <laughs> She's Thank always you. a happy She's like a happy camper. That's nice. Like that. Yeah. I'm so happy. What? Sorry. I'm just saying I'm so happy because I found you and your message. Thank you, Paul. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. Yes, that makes my day. Eamon, pleasure to see you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, do what you need, and one day or another, you'll be putting it down. Yeah, just, but don't put it off with some philosophy, just do what you need to do. Yeah, meditate, not whatever. Yeah. We got Fee, nice to see you, Fee. Or Fi, I don't know, it's Fee. Oh, we got Alex, always a pleasure. Alex is uh, an acquaintance I, I know well without really knowing her well. It's always, we, I've been seeing her for years. Nice to see you, Alex. Nice to see you, Paul. Yes, and I saw your friend was there earlier. Tell us hello. And oh. say hello to Sarah, too. Hello, yeah. Sarah. Oh, I thought it was her, but it said Alex. It said another name in there. It said Alex, Sarah, but yeah, I'll tell her you said hi. Oh, yeah, please. We got Eric from Toronto. It was a pleasure. Nice to see Eric. We got Bev. Fantastic. Thanks, Cher, Bev. Yeah, it's, I love when uh, when people try to share about drown, drowning in the spiritual ocean. I love it. It's, it's awesome. I like it. Michael, as always, thanks for all the support. Holding up Madeira a day at a time. Bernard, yes, I think we talked to you about, you know, if you want to give me a call, try to get in touch later on, maybe at night on one of these days. I'm a little tired after this. We got uh, Mark, Mark V. Nice to see you again, Mark. Yep. We got Jess, Jess from Ireland. She's there looking comfortable. Walter, the madman oh. from Amsterdam. Nice to see you, Walter. <laughs> yeah. you calling me madman. <laughs> <laughs> we got Malkin. Nice to see you, Malkin, as always. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Paul. Oh, yes. Thank you. Carl. As always, nice to see you. And Leah, Leah, always fantastic to see Leah. Yeah. Leah is very unforgettable. I remember her the first day. It's very nice to see you. Oh, uh, we got Marianne. Nice to see you, Marianne. Hi, yeah. And nice to see you, Anne. Take it easy there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Call me if you like. Colleen. Oh, Colleen's got some creature there. But, uh, all right. Cool. Nice to see you, Colleen. Traveling lighter. We got Elysio. We're going to, Elysio's uh, nice to see you, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Adam S. Nice to see Adam. We got Kaiser in Los Angeles. We got Maggie, Sharon, Crystal. Uh, I think that's about it. No, actually. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. So thank you, everyone. I'll see you soon. We'll be here tomorrow night for non-duality Thursday for recovery. And uh, maybe go on the website. I think we have we had some live talks this weekend in Grass Valley. You may like those. Yeah, we were Zooming and we had live also. All right. Thanks, guys. See you. Thank you. Thank you.